0: It's becoming more and more important as businesses automate and get more robotics. Very important in manufacturing.
1: For example, if I left my job today, what's today, Thursday, I have no doubt I'd be working by Monday.
2: Um, I have a really good connection with the instructors here now. They all connect with you. They all want you to have a good career for your future.
3: 98.7 Chat Tech, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. Today we're going to learn more about the Industrial Maintenance Program at Chattahoochee Tech. We'll speak with current and former students and faculty to learn more about this diverse field.
0: My name is Stephanie O'Donohue. I'm the Associate Dean of Computers Manufacturing and Engineering. I've been at Chattahoochee Tech for nine years now. The industrial maintenance program is all about having the skill set to go into an industrial setting and be able to maintain the equipment and the automation um, at that place of business. It's very important in manufacturing. More and more important as businesses
3: automate and get more robotic. Robotics. Are we talking Skynet from Terminator here, Stephanie? Come with me if you want to live.
0: It's just a way for them to be able to manage all the equipment in a more efficient way as opposed to having to just individually um, maintain the equipment. My
2: name's Daniel Davari, and I was a student in chat Tech until... I graduated in spring. So Daniel,
3: what brought you to the industrial maintenance program?
2: So at first I came to Chat Tech for computer programming and then I met Alan and he talked to me about uh, the industrial maintenance and the electrical technology program. And I got interested in it since I like physics, talking about PLCs, motor controls and pneumatics, hydraulics, and a lot of different courses that we have for, for the industrial maintenance. and. That's how I gravitated towards this program.
4: My name is Ken Krouseman, and I graduated Chattahoochee Tech in May of 2022. There's a lot of you know bookwork and practical work, but there's a lot of lab, hands-on work, which appealed to me. I have a short attention span anyway, so I had many things to choose from. It was the buffet of playground. I mean,
3: look, everyone loves a good buffet. What makes Chat Tech's program a better option?
5: My name is Alan Kazamian, and I'm one of the full-time instructors here at Chattahoochee Technical College in the industrial maintenance program. Typically, we try to provide everything 50% lecture, 50% hands-on. So you don't just come to class and listen to us talk for 90% of the time and then have like a 30-minute lab.
3: Sometimes actually opposite. All right, less talky, more doing. Thanks, Alan.
6: My name is Marcy Smith, and I'm the Dean of Business and Technical Studies at Chattahoochee Tech. One of the benefits of having your hands on while you're in one of our technical programs is that you not only know about a certain topic but you know how to do it and you really can't there's no substitute for I know how to do that in an engine I know how to do that in a you know situation on a construction site or in a manufacturing setting
3: That sounds great, but Daniel, give me a student's opinion here. What makes this program special?
2: I have a really good connection with the instructors here now. Alan is an understanding instructor. They all want you to have a good career for your future. They always support you.
3: Hey, Alan, what can students learn in industrial maintenance?
5: Mainly, it's a mix of low voltage systems, so um, electrical systems, low voltage meaning very safe, um, kind of like all the way down to even smaller than batteries, um, like double A battery size. So, small voltage systems um, and circuits, um, circuitry, all the way up to high voltage, where you see um, maybe four times higher than the voltage that you have in your homes. So, um, getting into the kind of dangerous levels of electricity. And we also work. Um, with pneumatics which is working with air and we work with hydraulics working with oil as well. It's really about maintaining the machinery um, that any of these companies in the field are using. Most of these companies are running 24-7 so we teach our students to be able to maintain and repair the machinery because you don't want it to break and then fix it you want to maintain it while it's operating. Uh, My name is
1: Joe Tama.
5: I'm industrial
1: maintenance. I grew up tinkering around with my toys. I you know, always took them apart and everything. I kind of hated my job, and so I got back into school. Industrial maintenance seemed to be something hands-on, and it's good to be able to say, hey, this is what you're actually gonna see in the field, versus just
3: learn this. What kind of students do well in the industrial maintenance program? To
5: be honest, is anybody willing to learn? Um, I mean, I have students that have come in that as soon as they came in the very first semester, they were really worried that other students had more knowledge in them and had more electrical experience. But I've taken students that have literally zero clue about electricity and got them hired opportunities to uh, work full time or part time. Their HR manager and their, their main managers come back and say, hey, we want more of him. As long as you have a willingness to learn and they show up, that's all I need.
3: Stephanie, what other qualities would help a student interested in industrial maintenance?
0: Are you mechanically inclined? Do you like to solve problems, you know, and fix stuff? And do you want to make a really good living by just investing two years? into your education and into your training. And if you do, then you should really come and explore industrial maintenance as a career because it's a very popular um, career right now. There are lots of opportunities.
5: In high school, if they were good in the, um, kind of the technical area of math or the science area. And uh, even for me, when I was in high school, I took some like engineering courses where you did some soldering um, of some circuits or built some small circuits. Um, if you're kind of a, on that, that cusp of thinking about, uh, maybe I should do engineering at a, a university, or maybe I wanna get some good hands-on with like, like again, 50% lecture, 50% hands-on skills, then I recommend Chatterjee Tech and our program.
2: All the students are welcome to come here and uh, get a grasp of what we do in here and what we expect to happen in the field and also one of the things that grabs a lot of students here is that maintenance is very hot right now and there's a lot of job opportunities. You study for at most two years, the outcome is pretty much worth it because you're gonna get good jobs in the future. I,
5: mean, I recommend for any student that maybe even be on the cusp of thinking hey should I do this program or Maybe I don't have enough knowledge or maybe it's too hard to let them. I, I tell every student just that you can even send me an email or come by my, my office. The, um, I show them around the lab, give them a tour of the low voltage, the high voltage. We have robotics that we program. And when you become kind of a senior level student, we have um, even robotics uh, programming that you can they'll, they'll cook for you. so we have them making coffee, we have them making pancakes. whatever you want them to do, you'll learn that knowledge and wait wait um, wait 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 Alan
3: this is important. You can help me build a robot that'll make breakfast because most of
5: the field is them pal- the robots palletizing. so I, I not only teach them the, the things that are needed in this in the field, but some extra fun stuff when you when you get towards the end. So KSU actually bought one of these same robots and now it's the one making Jamba Juice. Do it on a a touchpad, and it'll make the entire smoothie. It's the exact same robots that we use. Again, for any students that are kind of on the cusp of maybe I should do this, maybe I shouldn't, or I don't really know even what this is about, I recommend that they come to our program and I'll show them everything that we have to offer.
3: Daniel and Joe, from a student's point of view, what's there to like about industrial maintenance?
2: What I like about Chattahoochee is that I'm able to use my hands to create something so I can visually see it's doing work for me. Like it's turning electricity to light or it's turning a three-phase motor. But
1: definitely people that are very hands-on. There's, uh, there's obviously theory involved, but we get a lot of students from what I've seen, lab tutoring, that for example, will come into the class and will ha- never have touched the breadboard before. Versus if you come in that first day, you already know how to use the breadboard, you're already starting to build the lab instead of having to relearn the the breadboard to begin with.
3: I mean, I don't know anything about breadboards, but I'd love to hear more about the job market, Stephanie.
0: Well, if you look at the job growth, um, this field uh, is projected to grow in the next several years. In Georgia, especially a little bit north of where the campus is, the campus is in Ackworth, if you continue on up, uh, 75, we have quite a few um, manufacturing plants in Georgia, right? So a lot of the students from this program get hired in in these different places. So some of the places that I know of that students have gotten hired are like Shaw Industries, Block, Southern Team.
6: So for each of our programs um, at Chattahoochee Tech, we have an industry advisory committee. Um, Those are people in each given industry that will employ our graduates when they get finished with our program. And so what we rely on those people for on the advisory committee is what are you looking for when you're hiring someone to do this job or this job or this job? And that includes not only hard technical skills, like we need we need graduates who know how to do this but also soft skills what kinds of things are you looking for in terms of communication skills and professionalism and that sort of thing so we rely on them for that sort of information we also rely on them to help us stay up to date and what's happening in the industry many of our industries that we're training graduates to go work in are are rapidly changing technology is changing in a really fast pace so what we want to do is be sure that our students are prepared to go work in that rapidly changing industry. And we have those advisory committee members come in and talk to our students. Um, we have them. We have advisory committee members who will do mock interviews with students to help prepare them for that process. Um, so those people really, really support our programs, and we feel like it kind of sets us apart. It, it helps us make sure that we're right where we need to be in terms of training the future workforce for those industries.
3: Thanks, Marcy. So Alan, can you name any other companies that help play students?
5: We work with Medline, Belt Power, Clorox, Amazon, Wellstar, Coca-Cola. I mean, it can really be anywhere that's continuously creating a product um, or providing a service that's really mainly running 24-7. Let's say Glock, for example, the gun manufacturer, um, because they have machinery that's running 24-7 to create the guns. So all the way from that to healthcare, where uh, like hospitals, for example, they're running 24-7 and they have machinery that needs to be running 24-7 as well. And you definitely don't want those machines to go down. So it's really any location or any manufacturing location that is running and they want to maintain that machinery so that it doesn't go down you can
3: trip over career opportunities from guns to healthcare. i like it can the beer drinkers that are listening they want to know more about your job
4: i didn't know it on the other side but i had filled out um mm. an application two or three times maybe four times and got zero response with the exception of one response from maryland basically nothing happened you know he said that he, he pushed my resume to the proper people at anheuser Bush. we had a career event at chattahoochee tech and the general manager of the plant was there along with a few other executives. This lady took the time to hear me out on the fly. She asked for my resume, I gave it to her, she stopped everything, took a moment to read it and said, all right, we'll reach out to you. And uh, I didn't think much of it, they called me within a week and everything happened in one day pretty much. Um, I, I took the test, had five interviews in one day and they offered me the position. I chose to be a, a weekender. My commitment to them is 48 hours a month. So there's opportunities to give yourself in two weekends. You can finish your obligations to them. So have two weekends off. The reason why I chose the weekender was because on Saturdays, you get paid time and a half and Sundays you get paid double time. So if you do the math, that's $50 ish on Saturday and you know, 70 and change on Sunday. I didn't realize it at the time, but it's, you know, it's, it's been explained to me on more than one occasion. That's like the lottery of jobs. And I want it.
3: Cheers to that. All right. Important question here. What's the earning potential for graduates?
0: It's really good pay. People are leaving this program making $60,000 from a two-year program, which is like fantastic. Um, I've heard recently 30, $30 an hour. A lot of students are getting um, that rate. but. It just depends on the need, you know, of the company and the skill set of the student who is leaving. But it's a great thing. Robin. Honestly, I I don't know how you can beat $60,000 with an associate's degree. <laughs> there are a lot of people who come out of a four-year college and don't make that.
3: You're right, Stephanie. That's a great salary range. Alan, you have anything else you want to add? So
5: typically, um, the average pay before you graduate or even like right on the cusp of graduating it's it's continuously climbed so there's there's so much demand um, from companies um, in the fields because if they have a machine that goes down they they could be losing thousands or tens of thousands of dollars per hour just because that machine is is down or that line is not running so they pay i mean typically i would say right now it's around 23 to 26 an hour um, full-time is what I see from most of the, the companies that send me their part-time or full-time work um, for our graduates. So somewhere in that range around 23 to 26 and it's, it's continuously going up. I mean, we, we have companies right now coming in at the moment and they're paying 30 to 50 starting. And if you work on the weekends, they're doing double time, so it's up to like 50 to 60 dollars it's it's great for this this field and for the knowledge that you learn you're not only learning you're getting you're getting paid for the knowledge that you're actually learning and you get to apply that hands-on in the field so it's all it's all a win-win to be honest
1: for me uh well if i left my job today what's today thursday i have no doubt i'd be working by monday i had a student in my class the beginning of this semester on the second week was like hey I got a job, and I think he said he was making 29 an hour. Zero experience.
3: For more information about the Industrial Maintenance Program at Chattahoochee Tech, visit chattahoocheetech.edu. Thanks for listening to 98.7 Chat Tech, where 98.7% of our students earn a career.